Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky, and this week I am joined with Jonathan the Jackal Lee. Hello everybody. And I'm also joined with Brett the Bully Freeman. Hey everyone. How's Jonathan's turning on me? (laughs) Bully. Wholesome. I'm wholesome. Brett the Bully. Okay, so we have a lot of news to go through. We're not going to get through all of it tonight. We're going to talk as much as we can. Uh, real quick, we'll do some shout-outs. Brett bullied another eight-person tournament. Uh, so, boo, Brett. Uh, but I do want to give a huge shout-out to Rob Neisler for uh, putting on the show at Showcase. Uh, it was nice to see a quick turnaround of the points and being able to uh, actually get those, get it out there and play the game. So uh, thanks, Rob. Uh, Brett, you were there. You can, uh, if you want to talk about the, the tournament at all real quick. Um, I, I sure can, if you would like. Um, like Andrew said, it was eight people, so uh, a small gathering, but we were using the new rules and the new points, um, you know, just like less than 24 hours after they came out. So that was kind of neat. I ran a, a murder squad of Han, Luke, and Wedge, and I had a lot of fun just blowing ships up all day. And I want to say that I think the rule changes AMG made, uh, particularly the scenarios, were fantastic and make the game a lot more fun. So everyone should go out and play. Go out and play. And if you don't like the rules and you are bad or negative about the game eh, just you know find a different game to play go play my old crisis protocol and buy my collection because i'm getting rid of it anyway um let's talk about all this news so i think we're gonna start off with the ban list so we got some we we have bands we have new rules we have new points so we're going to try to get as much through as we can tonight and just talk about things um and, and then fill in the rest next week but we'll start with the ban list uh so let's go over what we did get banned we got admiral sloan auto blasters commander pyre hull upgrade r2 astromech r5 astromech sabine ren uh, crew and trajectory simulator. Um, so Admiral Sloan, I think, has been a problem for a while. I think people were shocked that it was not banned on the first go-ahead, but it is banned now. Uh, so I don't think there's much of a shock there. Yeah, Admiral Sloan wasn't like played a ton, but people were just terrified of it being played. I agree. I think like uh, when you listen to their interviews, like Will Schick and stuff, when they talk about the game, they want you to like engage the enemy, blow up ships, and Admiral Sloan sort of disincentivized you from blowing up ships. So I think it's consistent with their uh, their gameplay philosophy to eliminate a card like Sloan. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense why it was banned. I mean, I'm not shocked there. So it, it definitely... Won't be missed. It's funny because, Brett, we tried to play that game like last week, right before the points, and you brought Sloan. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to take away all of your fun if you're making me play tonight. And then TTS crushed, and then we didn't get to play. Um, Auto Blasters, I'm I'm a little shocked about. I, I mean, 
I think it needed to get banned or it did get banned because of certain things that could bring it. And it's, I guess one of those things that they were just kind of like, okay, you can bring a different cannon or maybe it uh, is going to be a problem with the rogue, but I think it was definitely a problem on Jedi lists because what was the Ada that could bring it? Yeah. So the Ada could bring it and could take R seven, a seven, and marksmanship, and I mean, it was almost trivial to get three crits with that thing. Um, you could have malice too if it was on Anakin. Like you to make that work, like it's just like on an auto two or three crits. Right. So uh, I mean, instead of taking away the cannon slot, they just took away auto blaster. So, but I mean, we're, we'll talk about Jedi probably next week about how they got there. Missiles taken away, and because they were bad, and they needed to go. Uh, Commander Pyre, what did? Why did he get banned, Brett? I can, so it was very impactful when you could make it so a ship could not take a scenario action on turn one, but they made a rule change, so you can't take scenario actions on turn one. So I have no idea why he was banned. Uh, it it seems like a very weird inclusion that probably should be undone at some point no yeah yeah i, I remember what pyre does now and that's interesting um hull upgrade i think people are upset about this but i'm not really upset i mean because they didn't ban shield upgrade and it's kind of like you know the lower value ships were just auto including hull upgrade on everything and it, it wouldn't say like put a made games longer but i i think when you're just auto including this on everything and now granted uh should upgrade did go up two points so it is a little bit harder to put that on there um i don't see any reason why you know i i'm saying uh not that this shouldn't have been banned but i i can absolutely see why this did get banned yeah i'm pretty cool with this one being banned too like um it when FFG had the variable variable pricing, I think that was the right model of doing the the hull and shield upgrade because it recognized how much more valuable it was on your you know your three agility ships and you know in order to make the cost semi reasonable, it has to be like you know in that four to six point range probably, and that's not a lot of loadout where they could price stuff out of being able to take a hull upgrade and still have any options whatsoever. So I think this was just kind of like handcuffing them, right and uh, like you said, it also slowed the game down. Like A wings now have five health, and uh, that just you know makes it more of a of a longer game. Yep. And now we got R two and R five Astromech. So they basically did away with regen for the most part. You still have R two D two that can uh, regen, but I, I think that's pretty thematic that it and limit it. That if R2 is on there, that you uh, get to pay the points for him and he gets to regen. So I, I think that's fine. They did go over that, you know, they did not, weren't thrilled with regen and everything. That they even have the rule that once you hit half points, you're at half points for chance engagement. So I'm not really shocked here. Uh, then we have Sabine Wren uh, in the, uh, with the Rebel crew. Uh, this felt bad when I played Tom and, you know, he was just day jamming and stressing my stuff with my uh, with his bombs that he trajectory simulated and are, is also now banned. 
So, I mean, it, it steals your agency, and it's kind of like they are doing away with all that stuff that does steal your agency. Yeah, but this seemed like this was never a problem in 2.0, like this card, until they gave trip directory to B-Wings, right? Like, in, until the Rebels could chuck out bombs, Sabine was not doing anything. So this kind of feels like a Pyre thing, where I think they already solved the problem, in this case, banning trajectory, so... Why does Sabine have to suffer on the ban list too? Like she's a cool character um, that a lot of people like. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do agree there that she does pair nicely with trajectory. So, but I agree with Brett. Fine. I, I it's like you want to I you want to keep the ban list as small as possible if you can. So, like, things that are problematic, but you don't want it to be too too big. No, you're right. Uh, and, I think you're right. And, like, she was, ne- and I agree with Brian, she was never an issue when, um, you know, with uh, with Rebels before. I don't think she's been an issue since K-Wings in 1.0, maybe? Yeah, right, know. ever since yeah. the auto-damage <laughs> days, and they, they took care of that well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. No, no, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Um, but uh, like I said, I, I do think that they're just kind of like anything that takes away agency or which is kind of funny because like when we get into the row class uh, with Cad Bane and uh, Victor giving stress to things, um, it, it kind of seems like it does. Maybe Cad Bane might end up on the ban list. No, but I guess. Uh, we'll see how yeah. that plays out. I mean, all control takes away from agency. So. I know. But, I mean, like, it, it seems like they're doing away with a lot of it. Like, I mean, even uh, when we get to the Ion talk, I mean, they're not completely nerfing Ion, but it's like they are uh, basically making a lot of uh, adjustments that are as limiting control in certain aspects. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm happy with the ban list for the most part. I think two cards could come off, but like, I think. Uh, well, it yeah, would be interesting we're, to we're see. Generally if, good. Right, 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 right. So I mean, we still don't have any cards on the restricted list, which is which I feel like could have been something they put hull upgrade on the restricted list. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen the restricted list. It does seem like it would really solve some uh some problems but um yeah i hope that's something they play around with i think that's kind of a neat design space that could give them uh a lot more control on making sure like spam stuff that they don't like is uh is not not coming out there but um yeah i guess i could see a whole upgrade on there but um right is there a thing you can't have more than three cards on the restricted list i don't I don't actually remember the the rule for it since there's nothing on it. But yeah, it would, it would be interesting if they made like restricted, like almost like their own restrictions that had like a footnote. <laughs> they could do they can do whatever they want, but if it was something like Hollow Grade can only be taken on Initiative X and up, would be interesting. Mm-hmm. But we don't have anything yet, so we don't know. 
Um, all right, so that is the ban list. Uh, why don't we segue on over to what are we drinking tonight? I have a Gatorade, guys. Um, Man. I had a long day, four hours of driving and three rounds of X-Wing. Oh, wow, you didn't even make an hour to round X-Wing ratio. No, no, I did not. Yeah. It was It was a long day. And I got there an hour early because I don't remember how many hours away things are. So I had to leave my house at like 7.20. Almost like GPS doesn't exist. So I looked at it actually yesterday, but I looked in the afternoon and there must have been traffic or something because it was definitely, uh, it definitely told me it was going to be three hours when it was uh, like 2.15. Right. Whatever. I'm bad at stuff. It's fine. No one, no one feels bad for me. No one. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Uh, I have a uh, voluptuous fuzz from 2SP uh, from right. Aston, PA, Drink Local. I have a Genesee Ruby Red Kolsch. It's from Rochester, New York. Perfect hot water, a hot weather beer. It is. It is really refreshing. And then I also have a. Oh. This is from Hidden River Brewing in Douglasville, PA, but it will be my next beer. Uh, it is a delicious brewery. And if you're ever in Douglasville or like Birdsboro area in Pennsylvania, you should check them out. All right, let's segue over to rules. So I think we can start off by talking about the big one is the change to ions. Uh, now, I know people are going to be x-wingers and they're going to be like oh they you know they didn't say that you have to you, you don't set your dial because it says it in uh, the uh activation phase and the planning phase that you don't set a dial for ion ships but they will probably just take that out next points uh change that they do but with ions now you do set a sh- uh, dial if it is a one bank or if it is a uh uh, maneuver to the left, you one bank to the left. If it is a maneuver going straight, you do a one straight. If it is a maneuver to the right, you do a one bank to the right. Uh, you still cannot take any other actions except for focuses. Uh, but it also seems like you can get ionized prior to the uh, planning or after your planning. Um, so something like Connor and I could probably trigger this in the, if you, if you get Connored after you set your maneuver, I'm sure that's something that could be a, a problem. Um, that one seems kind of cool. Like I hadn't thought about that before you mentioned it. Like, maybe someone just ends up doing a completely different maneuver oh, wait, than they were expecting. If a ship ionized. was ionized during the planning phase, is no longer ionized at the beginning of its activation, and it activates system. Oh, that doesn't... Never mind. Yeah, that's the opposite. That's right? the opposite. You, you get rid of a red token somehow. Right, 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 right. Um... Okay, I guess that probably doesn't work. Thanks a lot, Andrew. You got us all excited for nothing. What? You're the worst. The getting ionized in the planning phase. Why wouldn't it? Like, so, 
because at that point you've set a dial and you don't set a dial for uh, an INS ship. I don't know. No, I, like, I, that's like never I said, been a thing, right? Right, and and I think it was just a um, a oversight that the AMG was kind of just like, okay, we we forgot to take this part out. But I think you still you do are setting a dial at this point now, right? So I think you are setting a maneuver, but I don't think that they're considering that the same as setting a dial, and that feels super technical to say. But I don't know. Like in in the past, you if you got ionized, it didn't happen until next turn, right? Like right. Why is like what is what here is different about that? So I mean, you skip your reveal dial step, but the thing that it is is you are still treating your uh, bearing difficulty and speed um, as that revealed, unless it's like what you did last round. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think we might need a slight clarification on this. I agree. I am. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly what uh, what it's supposed to be. Um, but one thing that that you did not mention, Frumpin, is that once you are ionized, you lose all locks that that you had. Um, the other ships that are locking you, they don't lose their locks, and you cannot acquire or maintain locks while you are ionized. So, uh, kind of a a bit of a buff, I guess, to ion there and a. A nerf to people being ionized. Um, yeah, definitely. And it's funny because I reread this. I read it at first. And yeah, all locks are broken, but uh, which is why I thought they increased four lumps points to four. But it doesn't seem that way. I think that would be a really cool strategy if you just wanted to go like a one forward next turn or like a one bang next turn and take a, a blue focus or just a focus. I'm sorry um, that you. Four LOM, get the ion tokens, break all the locks, but uh, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, no, I don't think that one works like that. But one thing that is also kind of cool is now it says that if a rule or ability references an ionized ship's revealed maneuver, it references the ship's face-up dial instead. So in the past, it used to just be that an ionized ship didn't have a revealed maneuver. So any of those revealed maneuver type uh, abilities did not apply against an ionized right. ship. But so now, that's my question. Like, you get to, to do like, let's say you put in a five straight. That means you're just doing the, the one straight. But, um, you know, if you're going up against like uh, Rick in the Republic faction, well, he's not going to have a maneuver faster than you. So he's not getting his his extra die. So like you're making yourself more predictable maybe by doing that one straight, but you're getting a higher revealed maneuver for whatever that matters for. Well, that, that, that is what I'm asking, though, is, uh, okay, let's say uh, Rick puts in a three bank and he then gets ionized and he's still got that three bank dialed in. Are you changing? Are you able to change that dial or is that three bank set set in and now you have to do that one bank and you're kind of just like drifting in space, but you're still going in the direction and the maneuver that you were going is what I'm kind of asking. Right. And that, that part we don't know. But, but like if he's Which ionized I, I, and he does a three bank and someone else does a two straight, for instance, he's getting that extra die at least, even though he really just did a, a one ion maneuver. Right, 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 right. Which, so, uh, I mean, I, I think that would be kind of thematic that you just kind of like drift in the direction that you were moving. Yeah, I agree. What was that? I think the game was, it was like Battlestar Galactica, like the 
miniatures game where like they tried making their own X-wing, but like it was very like the maneuvering of it was interesting where you had to like you like drifted around as opposed to uh, setting maneuvers like you do in X-wing. But uh, I guess we'll get a clarification on soon enough on that on the boards if you are resetting their dial or if you are just doing the same uh, bank or direction that you are doing from the uh, last turn. Uh, what do we got next as far as rules changes? Uh, mission points we'll go over later. Uh, we had some erratas. The strikers are now in the uh, not system phase, but before they activate, as a, instead of doing a maneuver, they are now boosting. So when, when I say boosting, they aren't doing a boost action. It's actually... Um, I mean, they're doing a boost action, but doesn't count as their boost action if they need to do a boost again, because it actually spells out the word boost as opposed to doing that little symbol. Uh, so they can fail it. They can. They can't overlap things like they uh, used to do before. Uh, so it, it changes the dynamic of them a little bit. Uh, also note that the Reapers are now a May boost. They are not a. Uh, must boost like these strikers are. And even though it's not an action, you still can't do it like if you're stressed because that's just what the right, rules right, are. Right, it's right. just if you're right. not stressed for all of them, except for Duchess who can do whatever she wants. But um, yeah, okay, gotcha. That because uh, like if you have afterburners, for instance, you can do the boost for your ailerons and then do your maneuver and then afterburners as well. Cause it's not a boost action kind of like, uh, Anakin, uh, can do a double barrel roll in the Naboo starfighter. Right. Uh, so I, I think that's an interesting change. Uh, another minor one was that contraband cybernetics cannot, the charge cannot be replenished during the, uh, during the game, so like something like Cutthroat or let's say Jabba can't give you, you can't just be sitting there recharging your contraband cybernetics, which is fine, I guess. I didn't think that was too much of a problem, but maybe it will be. Um, the uh, when you are when you activate and if you are range zero of a obstacle, and let's say you wouldn't move through it again. Uh, let's say that your front guides are literally just at the uh, touching the tip of the asteroid or something. You and you, you, when you activate, you don't trigger the asteroid again because you're already range zero of it, which I think is a really cool. It was one of those things that it was like if you are going over an asteroid or an obstacle or something like that, it's one of those things that, like, if you know you're doing it, always try to make sure that you're doing it in a way that you are not overlapping it again or you're uh you the next turn your, your front guides aren't going to be hitting that rock yeah there was nothing worse than if you like tried to make a strategic decision to go over you yeah. know a, a debris or whatever and the nubs are just about or just a little bit going over again next time and it's like okay well i guess i'll just be stressed forever um so yeah I, i'm i'm pretty glad they made that change like and especially for like newer players for instance where they're hitting stuff a lot and not always on purpose. Um, it gets sort of some big time feels bad. Um, any other significant rule changes that I'm missing? 
Um, I feel like most of them were in scenarios. Yeah, which we're going to go over scenarios in the next episode. There's, there's a lot to cover there, and like it does change up the scenarios a lot. I think, um, especially with turn zero, like if you were like really kind of like getting on the roll of uh, turn zero and everything, I, I really think that that it really messed things up, and you really have to like look at the different uh, abilities and setups now a little bit different. So we're going to spend probably a good chunk of an episode talking about that, but uh, as opposed to doing it tonight. All right, who's with me? So which faction? <laughs> All right, why don't we start with I mean, do you want to start with Empire? Uh sure, we can start with Empire and I will be honest, I have not uh built any Empire lists. I know, but... let's, let's talk about Empire. Let's okay. let us talk about Empire. Uh um, so why don't we keep the standard? Um I think it's interesting that we're going to they did change around some extended stuff too like they changed around and like what is gun what are those changes based on right like yeah. what what extended tournaments have have been going on well you know uh come on we know that they don't go off of tournament data brett i mean they did make some pretty epic changes with like maybe two real tournaments out there so you're probably right uh, right, right, right. But we also know that they do in-house testing too, so maybe right. they have some kind of crazy, uh, crazy, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Uh, why don't we talk about the tie advance then? All right. So, I mean, the the biggest thing in the tie advance is Darth Vader went from eight points with twenty-two loadout to seven points with twenty-one loadout and gained a talent slot. Um. That's a pretty huge uh, change going down to seven for him, and only losing that one loadout point is is kind of remarkable. Plus, gaining the talent slot, so now he can take like crack shot or lone wolf predator. I mean, there's there's a lot of good options. I mean, actually, he can get to take the brigamon and finally get that evade that he's kind of needed the entire game. So, um, with these short games, I don't think that's necessarily the best decision but i mean darth vader gets to just take as many actions as he wants basically so uh yeah that's this is kind of probably going to be a centerpiece of a lot of squads i think is a darth vader of some kind which is fine uh yeah, yeah, well, how about the hell? Let's look at the Storm Squadron Ace. The best list that was ever going to be in X Wing 2.5, Vader, and five other TIE Advanced, or whatever it was. Now it's four. four points, uh, which I feel like we didn't see that list pop up at all. Yeah, no, I mean, the. You, you did see some, like, TIE Advanced spam, but they weren't, like, particularly good. You just. No. They, they died. They were. They, they generally didn't hit that hard. They were kind of action-starved um, in, you know, at least two of the scenarios. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Tempest, the Storm Squadron, and Zertrick all going from three points to four points kind of makes that, that chassis very sad, and I'm sad for buying an extra one when 2.5 came out. Yeah, I'm sure you probably got, like, hopped on Amazon right away and were just like... I was like, I one, it. just, I need it. 
I thought about buying two, but I was like, eh, just one extra. Right. But, I mean, I think it's super fine that Vader is going to be played a lot more, which I think it really is needed for the game. Uh, There's iconic Vader, Luke, Anakin, Han in there. Like, that's what makes X-Wing good and draws people to the tables to to Mm -hmm. look at, right? So, like, I totally agree. Yeah. And then uh, hopping down to the TIE Reaper. Uh, they all went down a point except for Vermeil, which uh, is okay. I mean, Vermeil stayed at five points. So I think Vermeil's probably one of the best, but uh, I think these could be a solid, uh, like support piece. Yeah, like so they were really hard to fly with that aileron like maneuver, right? Like you really needed to know what you were doing, and a lot of times you would just like need to stress yourself just to to try and slow down a little bit and so now making that rule change to them and dropping them to four points and giving uh like Vermeil and I think Vizier enough loadout to tape Palpatine on there. I agree. Like this this is like the new Palp shuttle like support craft. Right. It it seems yeah. like a good option. It definitely does. And I really like I love the Tie Reaper when it first came out. And then I got a little bit of a nerf on two point five hit. A bit of a nerf is quite the understatement. Uh but we'll we'll say, I mean, I might definitely try to put these things back on the table and see how they fare. Yeah, I mean just being able to go slow, do a one bank with them is is great. It's just when your one bank really turns into a three bank that it was tough. So I agree. This this is one that you should put on the table, and I think it's going to work out well for you. Uh, let's jump down to tie defenders. Uh, it looks like not all of them, but a good amount of them went down. <laughs> Vader and the tie defender went down to nine points. Nine points. That's, That's a steal. That's... Yep. <laughs> With 14 loadout points, too, and gained a talent slot. So, like, now he's juking all the time. Yeah. That That's really nasty. Here's three hits, and I'm juking you every single turn. And you can fit, like, five TIE Fighters with them or, you know, a bunch of other, you know, stuff like that. Like, that's, I don't know. I I really thought long and hard about bringing Vader and a Defender, but I, uh, I didn't want to actually have to get out all the cards and the dials and stuff. <laughs> like, that's, that's honestly why I, I decided not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, the defenders are probably. I, I, I am really enjoying seeing everything in the uh, Imperial faction. Yeah, I know, right? It, it looks like a faction that that's going to be fun to play again. Like yeah. Vesper is seven points only. That's a good deal. Riad, Brath, like these these are really good abilities. Like, God, you can get Vader and Rexler Brath and like pure Sabak. Uh, I mean. Who are you going at first there? I guess Sabak, but like then Vader and Rexler are just gonna come and yeah, screw that. Know. Bring a yeah, come, come and on just the destroy you. Yes, or yeah, a palp shuttle, perfect. <laughs> exactly. Right. So then Vader Easy. can use that force on defense, and and those Reapers are still really fast. Just because yep. now they can be slow doesn't mean they have to be. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we uh, should we should put this on TTS like very soon. Yeah, uh, and then we go down to the. Tie LNs, and it looks like they dropped everything down, which was fine. I feel like we didn't really see many TIE fighters. 
uh, when Brett went on his little tangent about how he hated ties and ties are bad, I kept thinking he was talking about tie fighters and I could not agree with him more. And I feel like, wow, <laughs> I was even like, when did I have this conversation? I don't, I don't ever remember talking about tie fighters. No, no. And it's kind of like, uh, I mean, like we lost a lot of the two point ships in all the factions, but I feel like ties and vultures are like the one things that really should be two points so it makes sense that they are and yet then um, they make night beast three points instead of just keeping him at two like all the other ones which was interesting i mean he he's he did get that focus of eight a lot so i get it i guess but it it was you know it was interesting so uh, i i think that's fine um i'm curious if a tie swim will ever hop back on the table but you get a uh, Wampa for two points. You right? do get Wampa for two points. That's really good. Yeah, Wampa, Wampa, good. Wampa is good. I mean, and the ISB yeah. jingoists, like, and they get loadout, right? Like, so they can, uh, they can take like contraband, or there's another one they can take. Um, it, like the, that, just all seems, uh, pretty, pretty damn good. I, mean, I feel like if there were no scenarios, a tie swarm would be good. I mean, maybe it's a scenario be. play. Scenario play makes a tie swarm, and then the bumping rules make a tie swarm really challenging. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, here the thing about ties with the the new crates that you can't boost or barrel, but you can do advanced maneuvers now. Is uh, I think they might be a little bit better or something like that because. They're not really, they're not barreling much, but they are boosting and bar, or not, uh, they are doing advanced maneuvers, so uh, they might be able to succeed somehow. And because they did drop down the, uh, for the King of the Hill one, I know I always mess up the names, and they might actually see some kind of place, because there aren't as many uh, objectives on the board for those certain ones. Yeah, I could see it. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't have any interest in flying it, but I mean, Iden at three is a good deal. Like you, you'd said, Wampa, that uh, like you can really get a nice Inferno squad going on with with Hellrunner here, which you know has always existed and to some degree does done well. But I, I do think it's harder with scenarios and bumps. Uh, so then we. Why don't we jump down to the decimator and they all went down a point. Rack is only eight points, uh, which we had 35 loadout points before. And now he's only got 26. It's just probably still fine. Yeah. But 35 was just ridiculous. Uh, it has, uh, I mean, he hits hard. Uh, maybe he'll see a place, but, um, I would think Wiccan would be a, a, a better thing, just especially with the range zero rules now. Oh man, I, I don't know. I, I I like Rack for sure. Um, and like, would you ever now take a uh, a gauntlet over Rack? Like, I, I don't know. It, yeah, it's very attractive. Like, you, do they touch get, the gauntlet? Uh, no, I don't think not so. For, not for Imperials. Yeah, and so you can get like a you know. Vader defender and rack plus plus something that that doesn't seem horrible either. Like you get three extra points there. Yeah, I guess it's probably a tie fighter you're taking, but it'll be interesting to see if that pops up at all. Yeah, I hope it does. 
Yeah, but I, I don't think... Uh, I don't know. I'm not interested in Oinkin, at least. Like, Come on. Man, he's some, such middling initiative. Like, Rack gets that... Okay. Yeah, no, that's true. And that, uh, you know, that passive mod. Okay, bring Rack and bring Vader. And then bring... Wampa. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I got I got an important question for you guys, uh, and it just hit me. Uh, so with a lot of these factions losing two point ships, it, I I've, have found a really awkward spot in my list building where I am sitting at nineteen points or even sometimes eighteen points. Sometimes I think I have the best list possible with that deficit. Do you change your list if you are building your, you know, list around uh, and you see that you have a point or two? Are you trying to because a lot of these like chassis cost the same now. So it's like even if you wanted to upgrade a little bit, sometimes it doesn't even matter. So are you built like replacing a ship or a chassis or whatever to get to 20 points? Or do you think that forfeiting the point could be a viable option? Um, do you want to go first, Jonathan, or would you like me to? Uh, I guess it depends on the list. <laughs> I mean, 19, sure. 18 feels, that two points feels like a lot. Uh, like, but I guess it depends on, uh, not a great answer, but I guess it depends on the list. Brett, were you going to say something? Oh, I'm sorry. I was muted. Um, yeah, so I I agree with Jonathan. I think eighteen points is too many points, um, to, or, or too few points. So you're giving up two two points, which is going to come back and probably hurt you. And you probably can uh, find a way to to use those two points uh, to some large benefit to make an upgrade. Like a going from a four to a six is a huge change, or you know any any two point change really makes a, a big difference. But um, in those factions that don't have two point ships, I think I agree with you that sometimes you feel like you might have the optimized squad at 19 points. And I think it's probably fine to, to take that, that one point hit. Um, but I do think that there really probably should be a rule change. And we have always been very pro deficit scoring, right? Like at least ever since, since I came on and, and started, you know, complaining about deficit score or the lack of deficit scoring like I did about ties. But um, now with only 20 points, I, I don't think deficit scoring really matters much. Right. And it doesn't give you the bid or anything. So it, exactly. it's not like, yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like I, there's been a couple times where I just like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm at 19 points, but I'm content with this list. And it, it makes me think that like, if I ever lose a game with that one point, is it really going to like strike a nerve and be like, I should have found something. I should have replaced it. or I should have gone with something else. And I don't know how I would feel about that. So like, is there a specific list in mind you're thinking about with, with this? Um, or? I mean, it was a Boba list. Of course. Like, I had right. like, I had like 10 points and then I was just like, I can't upgrade any of these up to, uh, you know, make Boba, you know, X amount, but it was a random thought that I had him after that. But uh, do we want to hop into Scum or Rebels now? Um, 
Let's do scum because you're a scummy guy. All right. Well, uh, you know, segue. Tell us what you think then uh, in our Discord or whatever when you listen about this in the podcast chat. If you think that going to 19 points is okay, then let us know there. Or if you would absolutely 100% try to change your ship completely to make it up to 20. Uh, so going that kind of wh- sounded just for that kind of sounded like smash the like button, comment below. Like that was that was some nice uh, promotion there. I liked it. Oh man, no, you weren't like you know. I know I I, I revealed your secrets, but secrets. Okay, uh, let's talk about scum. Uh, so I think it's funny that the IG went down to six points, which is fine, whatever. Yeah, you can get three of them again. Like, yeah, sure, you can get three of them, because cool. that mattered. It's uh, cool, though. Like, yeah, it's you, know, like, it, it, you could it was three, and then they just cut it down to two. That, that's a big change there. I don't know. It's sure. It might not be good. It's probably not good, but and like IGD, points. IGD was the ship that uh, everyone brings the crew for, so it's kind of like you get that. Um, so going into Y Wings, uh, they dropped Lima to a four, so it's kind of like her ability sucks, but it's a I5 in a Y Wing, so it's like, okay, if I really want something, a Y Wing for some reason, um, then maybe that's okay. Cavill went down to five, that might be okay. Uh, Arliss, whatever, yeah, now Cavill gets that five die torpedo again, right. Like and, and it's only five points. Like that's that's not bad. Yeah. And Lima also gets a torpedo. Like uh, I mean, I guess they all get a torpedo. Like that's they have a yeah. But here's, 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 here's the thing about Cavill is he's got the missile slot now, so you can get that six die proton missile. The rocket, sure. Rocket. Um. But then you got to line up bullseye, and they're wild. whatever. You're still putting on a uh, turret with them, so it's not even like it's like if it happens, it happens. You're like hells, yeah. All right, I mean, you fly more cavalry than I do. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's good, but it's like I don't know if it's even worth. Uh, if it's four points, it's like an auto include. I think. Yeah, four points seems too good for that torp. But yep. No, I'm uh, saying yeah, right, cavalry. Right, like I'm saying, yeah, if oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. bringing Cavill in that torp, right? Because Cavill gets and, double modded very easily, too, with that uh, overtune modulator. So that thing right. hits hard. And, I mean, he's got 18 loadout points, so it's like, okay. Um, uh, that's something I want to test out. I don't think it's necessarily crazy good. Han Solo went down six points, and they took four loadout points off of him, which is whatever. Um, I when I saw this, I first got excited, and then I was like, super like, no, he's still probably bad. I think he's still probably bad. Like that ability is just so temperamental. Uh, his ability, I think, is good. It's just the uh, it needs to be a three day ship. Like you can't rely on people being stressed. People being stressed or being obstructed all the time. Right. I mean, like I said, I mean, like it, the the ability, I think, is okay. Uh, it would be really awesome if he uh, could, but it's it's whatever. Um, maybe maybe he's a turn zero guy that you're just like, okay, I'm gonna circle him on the outside and uh, shoot things that are inside by the objectives. Maybe that's a possibility, but I still think that uh. It's whatever. I, I'm not taking them. 
There are better um, Han Solos out there. There are way better Han Solos out there. And then we'll go down to the Fangs. Um, Cat Solos went up to five points and got a shit ton of loadout value. Um, the generics dropped their loadout value by a couple points, which is whatever. Fenrell stayed the same and went up to 18 loadout value for the simple fact that uh, auto thrusters went up to like what 10 points they really just want you to take a afterburners afterburners thank i you. was like what? <laughs> what are we talking it's the about? same art it's the same art it's very it confusing. is the same my 1.0 brain um which is whatever like i said that's nothing i'm crazy about um the one thing about the, the amount of points is uh i don't know i still really haven't really decided on what the best fan is and I, uh, it's he is a very acquired taste and I think he is very good and we will talk about him later in our what are the rules episode um, Brett knows what I'm talking about I think but it's nothing special because uh, if you're not taking afterburners on him then uh he does have a lot of toys like Mandalorian optics and clan training and fearless and stuff like that. But I think at the same time, it's a, uh, it's a little shaky right now and he's probably on the back burner until we uh, figure things out. I think this is the real highlight right here is Boba dropping down to nine points and not losing a single loadout value. All the other, uh, fire sprays are at seven now, and a lot of them gain loadout value. However, I think Boba is the piece to start list building around. Like, there's no lying about that. These nine points, he hits hard. You can slam him in there, and he'll probably still live. And you can probably take a shield upgrade on him because he's got a ton of points. Um, but real quick, what I do want to talk about was where this is kind of going hand in hand is with Maul. Maul got nuked. He went up nine to nine points and he dropped seven points in his loadout value. So it was kind of like, you can bring Maul, he can be okay, but I think it's something that you're going to really want to pass on. Um, but the, the reason I'm bringing that up now is because I, I think Maul being a force carrier in Boba was just the right piece. Like being able to uh, get hit by an I-6 or get hit by something, spending that force and getting it back for your shot or something like that uh, was just a really nice piece. And I feel like his dial is good enough. And even with when you're bringing contraband on him, it's just such a strong, strong piece. And it's really where I'm going to start list building. Like I, I know I messed around with him this pre points like oh, and I really wasn't that impressed, but I really, really, really think he's gonna be a shining star this cycle. Um yeah, and another iconic ship. It's like one of the the best values in the game, I think. Yeah, man, he's like in a Vader defender territory. Yeah, like why would you ever take Maul now when you could take uh Boba for the same price? Absolutely. And Boba gets more loadout. Like I don't understand that one. Yep. Um, so so I, I really think Boba's going to be a shining star. What do you think about um, double fire spray? Plus um, I'm something not a, meta. Not a fan. Really? No, I'm not a fan. Hmm. Okay. Not a 
fan. I think there's better things out there. Especially for objectives. Yeah, I'll be up, but and, and this is next episode, I know, but I just think that the whole way we think about objectives is going to change and the importance is going down significantly on worrying about objectives. Um, I... You could be right. I think you're wrong, but I you could be right. I, I think... I, I think something like a chance engagement, like... He, Boba gets a huge buff because he can just be like, come fight me in the center. And if you don't, you know, um, I'm getting two points as your one. And I, I mean, I think maybe the only thing that he really kind of hurts with is uh, picking up the caches because he can't really boost now. But I think it's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll discuss we'll get- that next week. Inconclusive. Uh, but yeah, like I said, going over to Maul, I think he's mm, dead in the water. Unless you find some really, really specific use for him. Now, they um, did make Lander cheaper, so I think you still can do your Jabba um, Lander. You can, but you can't take hate. Oh, you lose hate on it. Okay. You lose hate. Yeah, that's a that's a big, big it's loss. A, yeah. I mean, so if you really wanted to do it, you can, but I, I, I think there's other options that I want to try out before I even consider it. Um, hopping down to the Hawks. Uh, These are Paylob. exciting. Paylob went down to five points, which was probably needed. He lost two loadout. And Despoonarm went up to five and got 14 loadout, but he can take the title now. So which of those would you rather take? Dace, Bonearm, one of the most useless ships ever, or Paylob, one of the best? Okay, so I thought about this, and it's kind of like... When we do get the full Ion rolls, like, figuring that out, like... Ioning, like, might be something to kind of really look at. You know? I don't know. It almost, it almost seems a little weaker though, in that you're not just doing a straight maneuver now. Like you get some, some agency in it. I I don't know. Like Paylob's ability has always been no Paylob's ability is so much better. But I mean, if you are trying to figure out a uh, fine, fine tune list, then I I think that could be pretty cool. But if you're going to take one, it, you probably want it to either be Dace, Paylob, or Kanan, right? Like, Oh, yeah. I, I guess yeah, Gamut's can- still pretty cheap, but I still don't want him. Sure. Um, Gamut is a okay three-point filler. But, yeah, I, I think – I mean, I'm really kind of sad. I wish Kanan got bumped up to five. I, I think I'd even take Kanan at six if he could take the, uh, take the title. Yeah. His abilities are so good. Um, so uh, I think these might make a resurgence. But um, the other thing about hawks is everyone knows when you see a hawk across the table, you kill it, and they just they kill it. Die. Make it they die. Have five they have five health, so so it's kind of like it's okay. Um, yeah, they can be one rounded pretty easily. Yep, with the kind of firepower uh, you can bring now. Manaru went up to five points, gained six loadout, but uh, whatever, yeah. Eh. 
I'm not taking her. I didn't like her in the beginning. Um, let's see what we go down. Okay, this is where I think yeah, is interesting. So the M3As finally got adjusted. They most of them went down. And, oh, they all went down a point, but they all lost a little bit of loadout. They could all take a hard point. I seriously think uh, I'm considering taking a couple of these. Like, obviously, we know my heartthrob, Sunny Bounder. If I have three points left over, I'm auto including her. But I really want to see how the meta shakes out because I feel like we're going to start seeing the high initiative ships come back into play. We might see lower uh, ship lists. And if that's the case, then uh, my plan doesn't work. But if we are still seeing five ship lists and four ship lists, I really like Genesis Red. And he gets 14 or she gets 14 loadout points. Uh, The ability is that she gets to take as many green tokens as whoever she locks has. So if there's anything that's uh, four and below, she has a good chance of getting a target lock on them and getting uh, their tokens too. So I I think it's a really good spot uh, that she could be in there. And uh, I mean, I'm not too sure of what missiles I'm taking with her or torpedoes or even cannon for that matter. But I I think she could be a really good piece in in just nuking lower initiative ships. And then, like I said, I, I think it's one of those things that were like, she never sell play prior because Everything was very, very high initiative, and she just died on the table. But I think if this trend is continues where we see the four or the five ship lists, there's obviously going to be stuff that's underneath of her, and I think she'll do a really good job for four points to take them out. Yeah, and I uh, let's be honest, you're taking a torpedo or a proton torpedo with her, probably, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's, that's what I would take. But I, I, I yeah. want to say also, I think that um, the M3As here are a very good example of how nice this uh, separate loadout value system is. Like, at first I was like, oh my god, three points. We're going to see, like, six freaking ion cannon cartel spacers. But no, they can't get ion cannons. They only have four loadout points. So we don't need to, to worry about, you know... The fact that they're priced aggressively to take, um, but does that just mean you're going to be spamming, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, upgrades that that maybe are kind of negative for people? So, uh, you know, they they did a good job here. The only cannons you can take are HLC or tractor beam, and you know, if someone's bringing six tractor beams, like okay, whatever, that's that that's fine, I guess, um, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't know. I I just thought that was good to see how the loadout was allowing them a separate lever kind of to keep out a list that they probably don't want in the game, which is just, you know, six ion cannons. So one of the things I did mess around with, and I called this right before they dropped the points was that, uh, so the, the cartel spacers are the I one and the point veterans are the I three ones. Uh, and it's funny because the I3 ones can only take three loadout where the cartel spacers can take four. So you can spam cartel spacers and put 
HL season on them, but you can also fit five of them with Drea. And it's like, I, I know it's probably not a great list, but I think at the same time, the amount of those bullseye arcs and Drea giving them re-rolls is uh, something that might catch people off guard a little bit. But uh, I mean, I, like I said, I don't think it's a great list, but uh, it is probably one of those Darwin test lists. But um, I feel like it's a fly casual list, actually. Like, like it? I think it, I think it was one of the default ones and there was just a ton of HLC uh, M3As and Drea. That's funny. Um but it's like I said, I, I think it's definitely a Darwin list. And uh, but I, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that it's a very if there was something if they, you could take ion cannons on these things and then put Drea like that's a definite like list, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I, I, it's really interesting. Like, I mean, like with the HLCs, if you line, I mean, it might shred a large base ship if you can. Uh, it doesn't have a reposition, but um, it's it's definitely something a little bit scary that uh, I, I think AMG is on top of it. But anything that could pop up or any kind of uh, upgrade that could break this could really break the game for the next cycle. And I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if, if every time we get a ship like because we on average get a ship or a pack a quarter, um, if they change everything out, like run a quarter every time that would be really interesting yeah i mean i i guess we should just say like wow did they do a a thorough job here like yep i had said at the last episode i'm scared it's going to be a minor minor points change and i could not have been any more wrong like they they brought their their like big guns here uh ahab and drew uh, both went up to three. They gave them some points and some upgrades. Why the hell did Foreman Proach go down and load out, though? <laughs> like, what was the Foreman Proach combo that, that, that I'm missing here? What is he, the one that gives rid of... I don't know, like, maybe weapons or something? Yeah, like... I don't know. I just It seemed very weird. I don't know. Uh, and I guess that the only other changes really are uh, Q9 and the Mandalorian going down in loadout, right? Like, yeah. I think that's... Um, let's say um, for we, both of them. We can talk about uh, the Rare class real quick. Uh, Cad Bay, they're all, I, they're all uh, five points. Uh, Look I, at the loadout value for all of them. They all have loadout value. 18, Man. 19, 19, 4. So okay, here, here, here's my question, though. So uh, Cadbane can take the title that gives him a crew slot. Are you just throwing a force carrier on there? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, Victor Hell's okay, but I think he's probably the, the ship that sees the least amount of play here. Uh, I think Cadbane is really good. His ability, I think, is really good. The ship ability is really good. Nomlom is absolutely stupid. I really like Nomlom. Um, oh, okay, I was gonna say, boy, I liked him. Why do you think he's stupid? But no, like stupid guy. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I can see you bring in both of these. They can all take synced laser cannons. They have the points to mess around with more. So, 
Oh, they gave Namlam a talent slot too. I, I think these are all going to be really good, and I think they're going to see play. So, I mean, the Outer Rim Hunter we we know is in the generic bad badlands, so it's fine. Okay, so can Namlam become like a six and then swarm tactics up people? Yes. Or, or okay, I didn't remember if it was just treated as or like like what the the wording was for. I mean, I could be wrong there, but uh, uh, I like that's. You know, a talent on Namlam is very surprising. Right, and that was the first thing I thought about was uh, at the start of the engagement phase, you may choose your an enemy ship in your front arc if you do treat your initiative as equal to that ship until the end of the round. So yeah, I think you absolutely could. Uh, swarm Tactics. the start of the engagement phase, you may choose one friendly ship at range one. Treat its initiative. So yeah, absolutely good. Yeah, definitely. Sounds, uh, yeah, that's... That's surprising. And still have, yep. I like it. Uh, so I think overall, I think Scum is in a good spot. I, I think they really boosted up things. Uh, like I said, I could see a lot of Boba play. I would probably see the Fangs drop off. They're probably not as good. Um, I would like to see some M3As get played, but we'll see. I just want to play some Boba and Q9 and Palob. That sounds like a good, solid list to me. Stop giving out my lists. I, I did not realize that was your list. Hacker. All right, let's jump into... Finally, let's talk about... Re- we're going to wrap up with Rebels, and then we will go into scenarios and the other four and upgrades next week. So let's go into Rebels, and you guys can take this helm. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll start with the uh, the B-Wings. Uh, there were two four-pointers before, Netrum and Gina, both five points now, uh, but they do have... Uh, more loadout, but the the other uh, B-Wings, Braylon, Ten, and Hera, all saw pretty significant drops in loadout, which probably corresponds to the fact that they can't take trajectory now. But, uh, I mean, like, before Hera just had a crazy amount of loadout. Now, at 20, it's it's much more more normal. Um, and I'd say what we really see most of in Rebels here are things just going up a point um like if it's sam or however the heck you, you say that name um went up from four points where they're it was seeing a ton of play to, to five points where uh honestly probably not going to be used much at all anymore um one yeah. of the, oh sorry go ahead john yeah no it's all right yeah it's gonna i haven't spoken in a while so i wouldn't expect you to be waiting for me to say something no, like in making B wings in the past, like the amount of loadout points was almost kind of ridiculous. Like the amount of things you could pile on, and I think they will be fine with less loadout. Yeah, I, I agree. Like yeah. I think they they still can take you know sync laser cannons if they want to do double tapping stuff. It's just you don't need to have sync laser cannon, proton torpedoes, and then like five other upgrades just because you had so much loadout built in. And then you're like, what do I put in the sensor slot? Oh, do I put a payload? Like you know, they don't need. Even just bare bones, they're pretty good, so they don't need 20 points of loadout. Uh, so one thing I actually did not notice until this moment is uh, people were so upset about Dutch Vander losing a torpedo since 
Uh, he actually fired one, if I remember correctly. He uh, did, yeah. Yeah, uh, in the movie. So he has his torpedo back, so uh, everyone oh. can, can feel thematic. Oh, no, no, just wait. Uh, Garvin Drace fired a torpedo. Oh, it was Garvin who fired it. Yeah, no, okay. sorry. Dutch died. Didn't all didn't all the Y wing spoiler? Didn't all the Y wings die <laughs> before they? Uh... Forty years later, spoiler. Uh, okay, well, people were very upset about Dutch not having a torpedo, but maybe it's just because they wanted to shoot proton torps with him. Well, it's like, um, but well, now they can do that at least. You know his his target locking. Just say like he target locks. He gives someone a target lock. So right, yeah. you're not going to target lock if you don't have a torpedo. Well, they had missiles. I mean, you, you could theoretically uh, yeah. do a missile, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, that Proton Torp is just so good. So uh, people can feel better about that, even if he did not shoot one at the Death Star. Um, and uh, one of the fangs, Bodica Venge, went down to five points. Um, I don't know what Bodica Venge did. So um, I, I can't really comment on that. The, the fangs just don't uh, excite me too much in rebels but fen rao went up to 16 points in loadout probably like andrew said to account for the the cost in afterburners going up um but then let's let's talk about a few more exciting ones unless you guys want to jump in with anything but han solo went down from nine points to eight points lando also going down from nine points to eight points so now we have three falcons at eight points Han with 20 loadout, Lando with 21 loadout, and Leia up to 24 loadout, which is a, a very significant amount uh, there. But um, I flew Han today. I think eight points is a steal for the stuff you can do with him. You can get infinite regen and force. You can get uh, double taps on him. I personally just went with two force and uh, the title because uh, two force kind of makes things easy mode in a lot of ways. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I love Han more than any other ship in the game, probably. And it is, he was tough to make work at nine points and at eight points, it's just very easy to slot him in on a list and he's going to make his points back probably. I'll admit I've always been a Lando person, but, uh, yeah, I see Han being very good at eight. Is he too good at eight? No, he's perfect. No. He's beautiful and lovely and very smart. <laughs> okay. Um, uh. All right, so another nice uh, change. Ahsoka in the A-Wing goes down from six points to five points. Um, but a lot of the other A-Wings uh, go up. Derek Hobby goes up to uh, to three points. Shara Bay up to four points. And the generics up to four points as well. So uh, probably nowhere near as much A-Wing spam as there, there had been in this faction. It was, uh, they, they often would just grab crates and run away or just uh, just play hyper-defensively and those options are, are gone. And uh, in the Sheathapede, Zeb, AP5 go up to four points. Ezra stays at four points. And Fenrau is finally let out a first edition jail. And drops down to four points for an I six coordinate. Also, a really good value in my opinion. Like his, his ability is still very solid as well, where he stops people from being able to spend tokens. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree completely here. 
completely here because I feel like we could actually see this pop up. And uh, I mean, he might, might not be doing damage, but I think he's a very good support ship. And maybe with when we talk about Jedi and how we feel about Jedi, if force isn't going to be that huge of a factor, uh, then tokens are definitely going to be uh, all over the place. And, and I, I think this might actually be a spot that he's going to be, be actually worth it. Yeah. And, and even if, I mean, even if he's not getting his ability off, I six coordinate is good. Yep. Uh, very good. So, um, my friend Paul flew it today or flew him today. And, uh, he had been planning on fly, flying AP5, and then we were like, wait, why would you do that when Fen is the same cost? And uh, he just couldn't stop talking about how good the I-6 coordinate was. So, um, yeah, I, I I think that's exciting that he's finally been let out of first edition jail, because it's been long enough. What if you had Lando, Han, and Fen? Right? Yeah, I mean, that sounds oh, like man. a list, right? Like, I think I'd Fen go can't Leia, keep up with but... them, though. Yeah, they would just they would just shoot way past, and then he'd be like, "Oh, wait for me, guys." But like, fine. Then they can turn on your four point ship, and your two eight point ships can circle around them and kill them. I but I don't. I don't think he's the the four pointer I, I go with there. Um, is Jake? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, is Jake four points? Yeah. Or... <clears throat> yeah. See, that's that's a. That's not a bad one at all, Jake. Uh, it's it seems very uh, like two point ish, right? Just throwing Jake in there for everything, but I, I think that's that makes sense there. Um, you know, in the old like Han Jake was a list a long time ago. Now Han Jake and Lando. Yeah, right. It's Shout almost out. like they've just given you a lot of good like uh, third ship options now for what used to be two ship lists mm. and that's kind of fun um so x-wing saw a lot of changes um loadouts went up uh on many of those ships uh so you could be seeing um maybe some more ordnance or something uh jack porkins goes from four to five points thane kyrell four to five points thane was just criminally cheap at four points i think um, so that that's probably a good idea. And the generics also all go up to five points, but then amazingly, and I just, I, I'm having trouble understanding why this happened, but I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. Um, Luke Skywalker goes down from seven points to six, loses six loadout points in, in, in it happening, but still ends up with 22. Um, Luke was such a good value uh, you know, basically in all of, of second edition. And he was uh, 60 points then, I think. Now he's six points of your 20 and has 22 load out on as well. Like, I I just can't believe that they are giving him at six points. I feel like this is definitely a, uh, a star of the franchise discount. Right. And like, I know we're joking about it, but like Boba went down, Vader went down. Luke and Han both went down. It almost seems like that they did that on purpose. Yeah, and Anakin went down just to, I mean, jump a little ahead as far as that goes. Like, I, I agree. I, Kylo went down. Like, they are trying to get these big names on the table, and I, for one, am totally cool with it. 
Um, but I mean, it does open up some scary lists. Like I, I flew Han, Luke and Wedge today, like I said, uh, and I don't know if I have flown a list since first edition that I felt like had as unfair of an advantage as this list had. Um, like I, I was literally just deleting ships each round. I, the firepower was crazy. And like, you know, before I flew Han, Luke and wedge in an A-wing. Now I get wedge in an X-wing with a proton torp and crack shot and predator and, and crap like that. Like it, it was just insane. Like, I, I think that that list is really good. I think rebels got a big bump. Um, even if a bunch of stuff did go up, I think some really strong pieces went down. Um, and I, I, I guess just to wrap it up, like there, there's a few changes to the, uh, the VCX. They, they all went down a point, I think. And, uh, Lieutenant Blount went up to three points. And I think that's really all the changes. Does the what? How did they change the VCX as far as the docking? Did it like? I, is it I worth don't remember them changing it at all. From first edition. Oh no, I, I meant from second edition. Oh yeah, 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 no, no, they didn't change that. But I'm saying, like, is it even worth docking? Like, like the sheath so now. You only get the two die gun at the oh, back right. with the sheath of bead. Right, and that used to be that you'd get the full four dice at the back, right? Yes. Um, yeah. I, I think you get like a, a free coordinated like initiative seven if you have it docked, but you're spending four squad points to get that. Like yeah. that seems that seems high. Yeah. Interesting. But like Kanan at eight points with, with two fours, not bad. Um, Hera coming down to seven, but still banned. So sad. Banned. Yeah, banned. Banned. Um. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's uh, it's cool. Like they, they made a lot of good thematic, changes. Thematic. Yeah. Thematic games on the table. Which is which is great. Bring yeah, thematic the lists. Game. Makes people want to play X Wing. Uh, what are you talking about? Everyone hates AMG and the game is dead. <laughs> I have heard rumors of this, but um, they are greatly exaggerated. <laughs> FFG was better than AMG. FFG would have never dropped points like this a week before. All I'm saying, I'm, I'm giving. I'm not saying that AMG is the best in the world, but I, I think AMG deserves a little bit of credit. I agree. I think these changes were, for the most part, very smart too. Like, they addressed significant concerns that, uh, you know, the community rightfully had, and I'm sure they had in their, their own testing and they, uh, they were not afraid to come in and, and make a big change. What? Two months later saying, Hey, right. we were wrong on this. Right. Yeah. Like the fact that they took out the, uh, force that you can't modify, uh, the force anywhere at range zero is a big, I mean, I still think range zero shots might be not good for the game. Um, just math reasons, but I, 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 it's it's nice to see that AMG is active at what they're doing. They they did make these changes because they care for the game, and the game is still alive and thriving. And that's kind of why they are are here, and, and they're doing the they're putting in the work, and you can really kind of see it in this point change. Now, if you saw like 
that they were saying they were doing the point change and all that stuff and the you know nothing really changed as people were worried that we're going to see minimal points adjustments then you could probably be like oh no the sky is falling the game is dead amd doesn't care but uh, i think this really kind of shows uh that you know it they do care about it and they do still uh, think the game has shelf life. So uh, I think that's something to really kind of uh, take into consideration. And if you aren't happy with what they've done and big for certain, whatever reasons um, that's okay too. Like it's okay to be upset about things, but don't ruin it for other people that are enjoying this. So um, yeah, and, and don't complain, sad, like don't ruin it particularly before you even play. Right? Yeah, <laughs> there's so many people that are just like, I don't like the changes, and it's like, well, have you played it? And they'll be like, no, I just don't like it. I'm not going to do anything. And it's like, okay, then bye. Um, so it is it is what it is. Uh, I, like I said, I am giving kudos to AMG for what they've done and the uh, stuff that they have really kind of like invested into this game. And uh, I'm excited to see what Star Wars weekend, um, what is that, next weekend? I believe next weekend. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what that is. Uh, that I mean, I assume they're going to be revealing the new ships there. I think they. Uh, I, I think they said they're gonna gonna be revealing stuff. Yeah. So and this yeah, would yeah. be the this would be. Are we still on FFG stuff or or is FFG stuff done? Rumor has it this is the last of FFG stuff. Right. So that's going to be extra exciting to see, like what they like, come up with. I think AMG had their hand in this, but I think this was mostly developed by uh, FFG. Yeah, so... AMG, FFG, you know what I'm saying. I do. Um, I'm excited. So, stay tuned for... Oh, we're going to have so much content drip. Drip, drip. Um, any other news or anything like that? Uh, there is a tournament on May 28th at uh, East Coast Gamers which uh, has been putting on kind of like the biggest tournaments in the world on a regular basis. Um, so come uh, come make uh, make the meta. Yeah, so we have the 28th, and then we also have... Oh, yes, June 11th. June 11th. Red uh, Seal Gaming in Matawan, New Jersey, just announced a tournament, and they have done some great tournaments. Are you going to be able to make it to that one? Me? Yeah. As much as I would like to go and stomp on some KFC folk, I don't think I'm going to be able to make that. Wow, you suck. I know. If it was the weekend after, I would. But well, I will be there. Yeah, you can go try to stomp on some KFC. I will lose to Tom play. like I always do. The best KFC player. in The best player, probably. In yes, best the, KFC the tri- and only. Tri-state slash Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey area, since most people don't consider that the tri-state area. Um. All right, so uh, I think we're going to have some bigger news coming out soon, but uh, until that is official, we can't announce anything yet, so uh, hold on to your butts. Uh, Until then, uh, let's see. I think that's about it at the moment. Uh, Gen Con is announced that it is a world qualifier, right? Uh, Yes, it is. Yes, okay. Uh, and Nova is a world qualifier. And uh, so we're going to have a lot. I, I really think that we're like on the verge of getting back to uh, like the big tournaments. And uh, the UK uh, Games is coming up too. In a few weeks, yeah. But yeah, I so feel like I mean, we got... the last time we saw those 
tickets were criminally undersold. Oh, I thought there was like 60 something sold. Oh, I okay, good. I hope you're right cuz the last time I checked it was a very sad No, I, I I think there was something like 60 plus tickets sold. So I mean, hopefully by the time it actually uh, comes out or is comes around it will be uh, a little bit more, but I I'd be okay with like you know with and with the th- way things are going, I think people are very apprehensive about the game. So if it does go well and people see that the game is still there, then I think people are going to jump back in and uh, it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a bunch of big tournaments coming up. It'll be awesome to see how the game looks after everything is done. Uh, and we will keep you posted on all of our news as soon as we can. So if uh, you're a fan of the show, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Discord. Uh, check us out wherever else we are plastering stuff. And I want to thank everyone for listening and have a great night. And don't be afraid to disengage and always season your meat. Why did you say that? Because I promised some people I would. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 